Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. TGIF, almost time for a weekend here. Just remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, SMB guy, ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant to small and medium-sized businesses, a voice and a sounding board, if you will, helping out wherever I can, as consultatively as possible. I love to share stories. I love to provide perspective. I love to create connection. Every single Friday, you can find me right here on talkradio.myc, lending what is left of my mind and my voice to a live radio show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Before we get kicked off today, I just wanted to wish my special guest from last week, Tom Carroll, a good journey as he is leaving today with his lovely wife, Lauren, on their long-awaited honeymoon to Antigua. Going to miss you on the softball field tomorrow, my friend, but you've definitely earned the trip. Uh, While we're on the subject of special guests, it was great to see Michael Goldberg and my friends from The Networking Group earlier this week, uh, especially Ryan Harbinson from Clearbridge Branding Agency. Great to see you in person for the very first time, my brother. Uh, Truly amazing these days how you guys can, how all of us really, can build relationships virtually before we even have the opportunity to see each other in person. It's just so powerful. In my travels, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're all so anxious, myself included, to get the weekend moving, to get into martini mode, which is what I do on Friday nights. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked, they're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and the freedom we have from work. Here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors, which my special guest today happens to be a small, medium-sized business as well as a trusted advisor. Coincidentally, Uh, My last name means free in German, so not just to play on words, though I do like the occasional play on words, a little bit of deeper meaning here. I have my shades on, almost time for my cousin Nathaniel's bar mitzvah this weekend, going to take up most of the weekend, big party, big family gathering, so let's do this thing. Today's show is all about tax season intermission. Most SMBs can relate to seeing their accountants stressed out during tax season. And my special guest today has had no shortage of stress this past couple of years. Many don't realize that these professionals have been going through a never-ending season, especially since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of things changing. Some deadlines were pushed back to give accountants additional time to deal with the situation, but they've had their own shortages of staff, their own lack of time, their own adjustments to remote work situations, their own need to better leverage technology all while adapting to new tax and regulatory changes just to make things a little bit easier. This special guest helps business clients solve problems that they may encounter in the most effective and efficient manner possible, providing technical expertise, insight, and service of the highest quality relating to accounting and auditing matters, all while keeping current with the changes that have been occurring, especially the ones in the last couple of years, months, weeks, whatever it's been as of late. Have you guys ever heard the talk is cheap? While we're on talkradio.myc, we don't want this to be just talk. The goal here here is let's use the insight on the small, medium-sized business landscape and create some more impact come Monday morning after we partied for the weekend. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve all their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand, whatever you want to call it. One consistent thing that I see out there is that products change every single day. Personal life, business life doesn't really matter. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first. 
Keep focus on a good, tangible process that's going to help you get to the end goal. If you do that, the right products will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the people. So let's talk about people first. We have definitely the right people here today. We're speaking with none other than Albert J. Campo, founder and managing partner of AJC Accounting Services. So AJ has been providing tax advice as well as consulting services to corporations, partnerships, high net worth individuals for the past 10 years, relieved his bachelor's in economics from Albright College, began his career with a private equity firm serving as an equity analyst, earned his Series 7 and 63 licenses at that time, uh, went on to earn his master's uh, of business degree in accounting from Rutgers Business School. After graduation, began his career in public accounting with Deloitte & Touche, top uh, public accounting firm globally. During his time with Deloitte, served in multiple industries as well as practices, served in the audit practice for three years, providing accounting services for clients in the real estate sector, private equity funds, hedge funds, fund-to-fund clients, also served in the tax practice where he was able to assist clients in tax planning, review of estimates, and year-end tax return consulting and compliance. In addition to being the founding partner of AJC Accounting Services, he's a member of the AICPA, the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, as well as the New Jersey State Society of Certified Public Accountants. He's a CPA in the states of New Jersey and New York, based right here in my hometown of Manalapan, uh, with his wife and daughter. While this should be a week of relaxation for him, it's been a little rough in the Campo household. AJ's buddy Hercules, this beautiful bull mastiff right behind me, passed away on Tuesday. So really sorry to hear that, AJ. Never an easy thing. Hearts go out to you. We're going to dedicate AJ's first live show guest appearance to his main man, Hercules. AJ is the best person I could think of to chat about the, this topic today. As always, we're going to visit my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Taking a breather from a seemingly never-ending tax season and still working through some returns that are on the extended extended deadline from some of the wonderful storms we've been experiencing as of late. AJ, welcome to Always Friday, bro. So happy to have you here. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. So give us a little bit of the founder's journey. I know you've, you've worked for big firms. You have your own firm. There's a lot of story in between there. Give us a little bit of color on the journey. Yeah, so um, kind of you kind of alluded to, again, I started out uh, after my undergrad was in finance and economics. Dream was, you know, to always work on Wall Street. You know, back sure. then this was 05. So, uh, you know, got my degree, started as an entry-level analyst, um, you know, push there was to get your seven and your 63 licenses, uh, you know, study for those, knock those out. But um, just really wasn't, wasn't happy with where I was at there. I ended up moving to JP Morgan's private bank, um, was there for a little bit, shifted over to Dow Jones. I ended up actually in sales at that point uh, because of the projection. So I was an inside sales at Dow Jones, dealing with hedge funds and private equity firms and their algo trading program. So still very connected to the finance world, but that was around 0708. And, you know, most of us are very familiar with what happened then, yes. uh, you know, Lehman Brothers going down and the financial crisis, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of changes that happened globally. So um, kind of saw the writing on the wall, got my ducks in a row to go back to grad school, ended up at Rutgers uh, Business School, um, got my MBA with a concentration in accounting because, you know, kind of need to almost reinvent myself. I wanted to kind of get away from sales and really get back to the core of why I wanted to go into finance to begin with. Um, and really much the core of finance is accounting. So ended up getting my MBA in accounting, started at Deloitte, 
um, you know, the initial dream day one is, you know, I'm going to make partner here. This is going to be great. You know, I'm going to, you know, be part of this big, powerful firm, but he kind of, kind of that, that illusion goes away pretty quickly. So, <laughs> but I knew, uh, I knew that the scale would be at some point I did want to be a firm owner. Um, so it was just a matter of really getting that experience and knowledge that I needed to, you know, be able to go out on my own independently and provide top quality service and experience to clients. So uh, pretty much worked my way down from Deloitte to smaller firms. Uh, and, you know, it was a small practice, solo practitioner for about a year um, left there, ended up with a, you know, a, a, a small firm, 15, 15 uh, employees started by two former Deloitte partners. Um, very, very technical work there. I learned uh, a monumental amount of information. Uh, you're pretty much dealing with big four work at a small, you know, 15 person shop. So sure. um, it was a very unique experience. So kind of took that from there and it got to a point where I was ready to go on my own. And then here I am, you know, I started, I fully went on my own uh, about six years ago now. Uh, so I've been doing this for 10, but um, fully on my own for six years. And, you know, we've been growing exponentially then clients appreciate our advice, um, our very thorough due diligence efforts, make sure we're saving, you know, everyone money as much as possible and advising them, right. And educating them. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the big question in my industry and how we're dealing with clients is, Clients don't know what they don't know, right? It's scary, right? Everything's embedded in tax law. So um, that's kind of pretty much why I'm here. You know, it's also something you said struck a nerve with me, just the the comprehensive due diligence, the extra questions, the really getting to know the client. I saw something on on your website that 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 resonated well with me. It's a little passage that said, my other accountant never asked me that. And right. for some Somebody in your position industry where you know, very often people can look at a tax return as a commodity, I, I, I would love to hear that if I, if I was in your shoes. Be like, ah, well, it's, there's a definite method behind the madness. There's a reason I'm asking that. Here's why I'm asking that. Like, how does that make you feel when you hear that? Clients, uh, you know, especially with new clients who are not used to working with us initially, there's somewhat of a pushback, right? Because we ask for a lot of information, right? There's just things that we have to make sure that we're – you know, at the end of the day, I always tell clients about being a tax advisor, I'm a risk advisor. I have to make sure that we're addressing all of your concerns. We're advising you properly. We're educating you uh, so you, you know what's on the return. It shouldn't be, I don't know what this is. I just paid you to put some numbers on a form, and I trust that it's right. Um, we do, you know, new, a lot of new clients, when they come across our desk, uh, we do find a lot of errors on their prior returns just, you know, for whatever the multitude of reasons can be. So um, we did hear that, you know, got that a bunch of times, like my other account never asked me, I'm like, that should be something that we kind of use to, you know, market our firm. You know, we are, we go above and beyond. We, you know, we are very, very thorough in what we do to make sure that we're, everything's covered. It's not like, well, you didn't give me that thing or I never got that piece of information. That's not really an excuse in my opinion. So we, uh, yeah, we're very, you know, we're sure we're very thorough. Um, you know, again, there's, you know, unfortunately it's a commoditized industry, but again, um, you know, you have to make sure you're working with the right professionals and that applies in any industry. I, I would agree in, in any industry. And it, it goes along with the line of thinking, you know, asking a lot of questions and going after a lot of information, being that actual risk advisor, which, you know, sometimes has, has a little, maybe have a little less applicability to the individual. But when you're dealing with small, medium-sized businesses, there's a, there's a ridiculous ton of it. Actually, it applies pretty equally to the individual as well. No, but, I agree. Yeah. 
the the idea here is like you're not you're not the cops you're not in trouble it's like give me the whole picture so that i can best guide you you know to to the ultimate goal so we're going to take a quick break but we will be right back with aj campo founder and managing partner of ajc accounting services stay with us Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with AJ Campo, founder and managing partner at AJC Accounting Services. I want to pick up on something we were just talking about before the break. And uh, if you'll indulge me, AJ, I'm going to sit out by my fire pit for a moment and tell a quick story. You know, it's really important. The whole people first type of idea, very big to me. You got to be clear on who you are and who you want to serve. And that's something that it sounds like from your founder's journey, you got a lot clearer and clearer on. I've partnered with a lot of accountants over the years, and it's you know very much a game of matchmaker, like many other things. Whether you're talking you know individual returns or business returns or you know individual or business focus, some will work better than others. Some of the audiences that the big firms want to cater to, they're not necessarily ideal targets for folks who who own and operate their own practices. But you you were talking about I was as well clients looking at this industry very commoditized and clients look at tax returns in a very commoditized products product focused fashion because it's just something that they need to get done every year and i just always have this mentality where the return is it's evidence that some type of process was carried out 
But was it carried out with best practice? Was it with somebody focused on you and learning about you? On Are they looking at your next quarter of business? Are they looking at the next 5, 10, 30 years of your life? It very much starts with the people. So just also thinking about thinking about Hercules too. I was in a discussion for a professional engagement last week with someone I was meeting virtually for the first time. We spent the first five minutes of a 30-minute conversation talking about our dogs, just like Hercules. So getting into it with you. This is the method part of the show. So the science behind what you do, what do you do? How do you do it? How do you go to market for it? Let's dive into it a little bit. Tell us the AGC, AJC story. Yeah. So, I mean, again, why I do it? I mean, I really do enjoy um, as nerdy as it is. I enjoy taxes. I, I enjoy being, you know, we're very good at what we do. Um, we're very thorough. Clients are very appreciative for the most part of our efforts um, you know, again, a lot of newer clients were not used to that more in-depth, you know, more thorough questioning. It's it's an adjustment for them. But once they see the final product and the result and, you know, the the reasons why, right? You know, like I even tell my staff, you know, when you're looking at this, you should always understand the why, right? This is a puzzle. We have to put it together. You need to understand everything that's going into it. Um, and sometimes you have to take a, you know, you look at last year's puzzle and you kind of dissect it and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense with these things. And you kind of apply it to this year. Um, you know, again, and how do we do it? It's just, again, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're on top of all the tax law changes, especially with, with last year to touch on, you know, uh, with COVID and the pandemic relief, there was the FFCRA and then CARES Act and CAA and the PPP Expansion Act. There was a ton of legislation, um, you know, jokingly. It's like I had a full head of hair before before the CARES Act was passed. <laughs> you know, every time it was new legislation, it's PPP round two. That was part of the CAA. Um, it was being on top of that, right? It was, you know, digesting, you know, to kind of go into it a little bit. Once the CARES Act was passed, I was literally watching C-SPAN at 1.05 a.m. when the CARES Act was signed and passed and was heading to President Trump's desk. So I, at that point, I knew, all right, this is going to become law. I need to know this, right? I'm going to have calls either tomorrow morning or in two days. I need, I, you know, my biggest fear as a professional is that you're in headlights, not knowing an answer. And when it comes to taxes, there's no accounting professional out there that knows everything. The internal revenue <laughs> code is too voluminous to understand everything. Yes. So I'm not afraid to tell a client, hey, look, I'm not sure about that but i normally can tell that with an 85 or 90 percent degree of certainty it's like 85 percent sure 90 percent sure let me go back let me do some research let me confirm it. i'll get back to the 100 percent answer i will always come back to a client with a full concrete answer that i've researched and supported versus like yeah i think that's it whatever leave me alone <laughs> um yeah so i got a draft of the cares act i was reading it pretty much with 4 30 in the morning that that day i put together summaries and i blasted those summaries out on my instagram and, and to clients um what i did see is and this is kind of part of how to go to market is you know there was a lot of uncertainty that we saw even like on facebook a ton of people had questions business owners individuals stimulus do i qualify do i not qualify how do i get it what is this ppp thing it's all, it's, you know, a lot of people had questions and you can Google as much as you want and Google's a great tool, but you can't believe everything you read on the internet. So I saw a lot of misinformation being passed around. So what I did was I, I basically took my, my summaries and I, I cut off my, my heading. I didn't want to seem like it was blatant marketing. And I just kind of pushed it out like, Hey, look, I'm a local CPA. I just figured I'd get some, you know, research information out to the public 
um, to kind of at least give, you know, give, you know, seem like these people didn't have access to at least solid advisors or their advisors who didn't have the answers for them at that time. So kind of doing like my community service with that um, actually resulted in some, some actually followed phone calls and some clients, but which was good, but it was more of just a matter of kind of really putting that information out there because, you know, these bills are 800, 900 pages, a couple thousand pages. No one's going to sit there and read that stuff. Um, but you have to get the information out, right? So that's something that we're always proud of, um, you know, staying on top of those things. We were tweeting the information out also like kind of most real time, um, enough that I even got us picked up. So, you know, Forbes interviewed me, Bloomberg, New York times again. So it's just, you know, that's kind of the, you know, that proud moment of, look, we know what we're doing. Um, we can advise you and guide you accordingly. You know, we are, uh, 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 we're a great firm. We're not a firm for everybody, right. You know, not a good fit for everybody, but you know, help ever, helping everyone as much as we can. So, you know, one thing that I was noticing on just on the offerings on your site, like, you know, you talk to accountants, a lot of times what they do is very similar when you talk to each firm, but how they do it and how they go about attacking it and how they got to where they are, their founder's journey is different. And that's where a lot of the magic lies. I look at things like accounting and tax planning prep services. Every individual out there needs that in some way, shape or form. Right. And then you talk about bookkeeping and payroll services, damn near all SMBs need that. You could arguably say all of them need that, but in some way, shape or form, they need it. But many people and businesses out there need and don't know how to ask for consultation, consulting services, and in some cases, tax resolution services, which I know is something else that you do that requires a little bit more of of a consultative approach and really being able to dissect the situation, not just following the forms that are set forth by the government. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. And again, these processes are very complicated um, and people don't really know, well, what are my avenues? Right. So we'll get like a, we'll get a prospect call. Like, uh, you know, I haven't filed returns in a couple of years. All right. No judgment. I'm sure there was a reason to it. Let's kind of advise you we'll info gather and see how we can help you. Um, if there's, you know, installment payment agreements you need to go on or if we did explore an offer and compromise, what are the state options for repayment plans? So we kind of walk through that with our clients um, and you have to really understand how to navigate those waters. You can't just be like, yeah, sure. Let me just take a crack at an offer and compromise and, and it not work. You end up wasting the client's time and client's money because there's application fees with the IRS to do that. Um, whereas, you know, a simple installment agreement would have worked better in their favor. You know, again, there's a lot of, a lot of nuances that obviously apply to each client situation everything is very specific to that individual so we do take you know every individual situation and you know guide them accordingly right um you know so it's the it's the you know how we do it uh, how we present the product to clients too again we make sure we walk through the clients uh you know through their through the return um more often than we started doing this year you know especially with the pandemic and everything being remote we started doing video reviews of everyone's return so we put together a return you know i'll walk i'll walk through the return you know with you know uh on a video a screen recorded video and it send it to the client so it's it helps you know like if the client is looking at it and they're like, uh, I got part of it. They could always go back and review that and, and, and relook at it. Um, and then we could always maybe have a follow-up call after that. So those are just certain things that we, that we use certain tools that are available that, you know, set us apart. I, I think that's fantastic. The video review of the return. Cause that's something that, you know, kind of like doing the show that I do here these days with folks like you is it gives us 
content that can be memorialized and then go, go back and reference it to, to speak about a particular, particular topic or discussion. So you know, for, for, tax clients, businesses or personal, that's fantastic. If they have, if it's a 10 minute video, they can go back and wait, what the hell did I do last year? It's kind of the same way I look at the show is, you know, so everybody gets loaded all weekend and completely forgets what, what they were thinking about on Friday when they had the clarity, same kind of idea. I, I, I absolutely love it. Right. So we, we found it to be very useful. We got a lot of good feedback on that. Clients did appreciate that. And just, you know, with everything coming out, just, you know, kind of breaking down, new additions to the tax law, the advantage child tax credits, how do these things function, how to opt out. A lot of people didn't understand that both spouses have, to, both parents have to opt out and there's certain deadline, you know, certain cutoff dates and things like that. So we pushed that information out and we got, again, a lot of good feedback. Clients were like, we don't know many accounts that would go above and beyond and do this and push this information out. So, um, you know, we don't, we want our clients to be educated to understand what's going on the return. It's not a matter of, well, I didn't know this or, because we get that a lot, right? We get new clients who are like, well, did you have donations here? There's no like, I don't know, my last guy put stuff there. Like, no, that, sh- that shouldn't be the case. You should know what's on the return. You should be able to understand like, okay, yeah, I'm okay with that. Or yep, I have that. That's relevant and sure like that. Not just, you know, this shouldn't be the response. Yeah. And 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 again, that's very often what the response is because people who, who receive the returns, whether it's individuals or businesses, and in some cases, the people preparing them look at it in just a very product oriented fashion. It's like, Oh, we got the product of the, of the, of the return produced. It's again, the getting the returns done and all of that is, is evidence that some type of analysis took place to, to, to get the returns done, but was it done with best practice? Was it done with any sort of education or was it just plugged into a couple of blank spaces on a standardized form? Right, and that's kind of part, and that's part of the process, right? It's just the return is just one final product. It's, how we got there, the info gathering involved there, and the feedback from that. All right, you owed money. Well, how do we get ahead of that? Or your refund was a gigantic refund. Now, what you know, what went into that? Is that something that can be mitigated? Do you want to adjust your withholding, get more of your money back throughout the year versus giving the government interest-free loan? Again, these are just part of the conversations that we have with our clients. Again, that's all part of the process. You know, that's why it's again we're we're not a firm for everybody. You know, it's not commoditized here. We're you know, like I always tell clients: if you want somebody who's going to put numbers in boxes, we're not the firm for you, right? And that's why we charge accordingly. So, yeah, being dedicated and detail oriented is a big strength in in what you do. And although sometimes it'll seem like an, un, an almost like an objection to overcome, like like hey, why am I providing all of this information? Why are you asking me all these questions? It also lends itself to that that magical phrase that gets passed around every once in a while, which is my other accountant never asked me that. And uh, while that can be seen as kind of an objection and obstacle, I still look at it. If I'm in your position, I hear that and go, yeah, that's why I do what I do. And that's why I have that's that's why I'm I'm in the position that I'm in at this point is because I asked those extra questions that your other accountant never asked. Right, right. So I love it. I, I that that whole video re- review return thing. I I want to I want to see one of those sooner than later. That's just, I mean, not that I'm not that I'm as much of a geek and as excited about it as you. A little bit of a geek on it, but just the whole idea that 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 can be done that way and walk somebody through it. I think that's that's fantastic. We're gonna take yeah. a quick break, but we will be right back with the man AJ Campo, AJC Accounting Services founder, managing partner. Stay with us, everybody. Howdy. Hey, 
Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Not just me. We're chatting with my good friend, AJ Campo, founder and managing partner at AJC Accounting Services. We were just talking about you know, being dedicated and detail-oriented isn't for everybody. You know, So AJ's firm might not be for everybody. Some people are just looking for someone who's going to plug numbers into a box. And those are the types of people that compare a firm like AJ's to the TurboTax software, to H&R block locations. And that's not what AJC Accounting Services is all about. That's one of the biggest topics I had on my mind for the madness that somebody like AJ experiences. So AJ, this is the madness part of the show, artistic observation, stories you have from the field, no story too taboo, no subject too taboo. Obviously, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality. We can always use substitute name situations here and there to get our points across. But I know that you've experienced a ridiculous ton of madness throughout your career and probably a whole bunch of it exemplified by the COVID-19 pandemic. As you said before, before everything got started, you had a full head of hair. Love that whole thought process. But you know, give us a little bit of uh, the madness. What have you seen out there on the front lines? Um, there's a lot of bad accounts out there for the most <laughs> part. There's just... 
you know, there's and that and that, that applies, you know, to almost any industry. There's bad contractors, there's bad, you know, doctors, there's you know, bad financial advisors. Um, but we've just seen a lot of really, really bad returns. It's just clear, um, you know, look, to be honest with you, the, it takes a lot to do what we do, right? There, It's not that easy. I understand people, the commercials that everyone like, yeah, TurboTax, it, it walks me through. We see the comments online and okay, you know, if you're one W2 and that's it, you don't own a home, you have no interest, nothing like that, then yeah, you can do it for free. But what people don't know is that the free, free, free for TurboTax is once you enter anything with a 1099 interest or 1099 dividend statement, you automatically then get charged for that return. So it's not free anymore, right? So it's a the the marketing you know the marketing suck in from from you know into it and an H and R block, but yeah, I mean we deal with it a lot, right? Clients come to us like, hey, I was doing it on TurboTax for all these years, and now they want to use a professional. So you know we're we've gotten pretty good at kind of identifying well they're kind of a one year thing, right? Because they have maybe one complicated tax issue. They sold the house, they moved, whatever it is. Right. They'll probably go back to those commoditized products. But again, just, you know, just kind of a, a word of caution to most individuals, just because you think your return is easy. Um, it's not right. We get that a lot, you know, Pawn's like, Hey, I'm looking for a new account and my return's pretty simple. So I say, all right, what do you got? Well, we both work. Where do you work? Well, my husband or, you know, I work in New York city. We live in New Jersey. We have two kids. We own a home. Like automatically return is not easy. It could be easily goofed up, easily yep. goofed up. Yep. And we've seen it, right. It's just, you know, it, the, the problem is that we find is, and this is something I'll also allude to a little bit later is clients don't know what they don't know. Right. And that's why we like educating our clients. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and you just don't know what you don't know. Do I qualify for this credit? Do I not? Um, you know, a lot of people don't know you can get an 18%, you know, credit on your New Jersey return. If you pay rent, you don't have to own a home. New Jersey gives you a credit for that. So they give you a property tax deduction. A lot of people miss that. Um, you know, the pre-tax medical deduction for New Jersey is something that a lot of people miss, but that we always identify. We're always asking for pay stubs and things like that. So, you know, we get the, the why do you my pay stub? You have my W-2. Don't worry about it at that point. I'm asking for information because I need it because I can extract it and try to save you some money on your taxes. Um, so the pushback from there and then just obviously the general overall madness from, from COVID, it was just, you know, nonstop legislation, uh, <laughs> just being on top of that, making sure that we're applying for our clients. And then you kind of saw what happened with PPP round one, you know, all the big banks really, you know, to be frank, screwed over all their clients, right? You know, the the Joe the plumber and the mom and pops got screwed out pretty much initially at round one because the big banks let all their big clients in the back door. Um, so we're sitting there with with applications that are submitted and then you get funded until late in April when they replenish the fund pool. Um, so that's just you kind of see those things and that kind of drives you a little wild. You're like, you know, this meant money's meant to help you know, sustain businesses and keep, you know, employees off the unemployment insurance payrolls. And it's just, you know, it's only, it's going to Ruth Chris and, and the Lakers, like that's <laughs> mind boggling. Like, no, our clients need it, right. The hair salons and, and the other clients that, you know, local that, that do need this money. So, I mean, you know, we fought tooth and nail. Um, I think collectively we ended up getting our clients about 2.3 million in PPP, um, ERC is the new thing now with employee retention credits. Yep. Um, you know, if you qualify, we're going to get you that money. That's, that's what I was telling my clients. Like if there's money out there that I can get for you, I'm going to, I'm going to damn well make sure I get it for you in some way, shape or form. Yep. 
One step ahead of me, I was going to ask you from the SMB side, I've definitely seen lots of folks asking about the employee retention, employee retention credit these days. So definitely a big topic of conversation. But but yeah, like these things, you know, from the from the individual standpoint, some folks think that the industry's commoditized enough where they can just plug in the the values into a couple spaces. And the SMB side I would I would argue for the most part people know they need some type of guidance. I it's few and far between that I see SMBs trying to do, you know, tax prep and and that type of work on their own, but it still doesn't it doesn't change the fact that I always think of a lot of different stories and analogies around this topic and I I believe we shared this one at some point. You mentioned doctors earlier. You know, if a doctor takes 15 minutes to see you and write a prescription and the bill that you get is $300 whether you pay it or the insurance pays it, the question bubbles up, are you paying them for the 15 minutes it took them to write the prescription? Or are you paying them for the time they've served in education, residency, practice experience to get into the position they're in today where they can write you a prescription? So right. like that's, that's huge for your industry. And I think that gets glossed over way too often. Right. There, there's a lot of time and effort. I mean, we have, you know, as a CPA, we have yearly CP requirements. We have to fulfill 120 hours every year with the state of New Jersey. We have to be licensed with New Jersey. That's something I do caution clients. It's like, all right, you're working with a tax preparer. You know, we're, you know, you can search us, you know, through the state of New Jersey, through New York. I'm, I'm certified in New York and in New Jersey. So you can Google um, CPA license search, uh, from New York and New Jersey, and you'll be able to see, all right, they're actively licensed. They are licensed with the state. We have seen other people advertise as CPAs and they're not right. They're not licensed. They're not registered with the state. And that's dangerous, right? People don't know (laughs) that they can search and confirm that you can, you know, as long as you have to be registered with a state, you should be able to search the division of consumer affairs and verify the licensure of the, of those people uh, to make sure you're working with someone who is certified, at least qualified in that sense um, to offer you and provide you that service. It's very, very, very scary out there that, yeah. you know, you're just kind of putting blind faith in someone who's handling a very important finance document. I mean, it's a financial form that's being submitted to the federal government. Um, you know, you don't want to play, you don't want to play games with that. Yeah. And it's, it, it's just like you said, it could be the first step in people's internal process on how they know that best practices are being carried out on their behalf. It's like, oh, if the person's claiming to be a CPA, it's like, are they registered with as a, as a CPA? Are you are they, they publicly should, searchable? Can you find their licenses? Should, like, they should, should be, be CPA, right? <laughs> should be, and, uh, and it's also, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, they should be, and like I said, it's it's scary. We've seen it out there, and just, you know. Unfortunately, what I think is this is kind of more of a government issue. The barrier to entry in our industry is extremely low. You know, any, any, anyone can wake up one day, register with the IRS, get a P-10 and just say, yeah, I'm doing tax returns now. And that's all it takes. Yep. It's a $35 fee and you're good to go. Um, you know, that, and that's a scary part, right? We've seen, you know, cases where clients come to us and they have paper hand filled out forms. You're like, all right, did you do your own taxes? No, I paid someone. <laughs> they filled everything out on hand. Yeah, no, and then we had to mail it in. What do you mean mail it in? No, we had, they made us mail it in. So you start looking through it. There's e-file opt-out forms. So you're using someone who's, you know, we, and we refer to them in our industry as ghost preparers. Yes. Right? They don't sign. They don't sign the return. You're signing the return. They're making you mail it in, signing out with an e-file opt-out form. And guess what the major danger is, right? If the IRS or the state comes back to you saying we have questions on this, good luck finding the guy or or the person who's prepared that return. Yep. Ghost, but they're, they have no legal liability that return. Everything's on you. So yep. if if someone is doing that, you should find someone new immediately, right? That should not be the case. And just save a couple of dollars. Trust me, we've seen it. 
it costs you a lot more in the long run. And it comes along with the whole risk reward discussion too, is if you're, if, if you're going to spend less money or barely any money to do a return, and that's the kind of service that you're getting, you're taking on more of the risk. It's just like anything else out there. Another thing I wanted you to comment on a little bit, you mentioned being, uh, being, uh, interviewed for contributing to a Forbes article, and it was all about what taxpayers need to to know about the unintended consequences of unemployment income. And that's something that's obviously very applicable to the SMB world that I love to play in. And it was a big topic of discussion this past year where people, businesses, SMBs were having trouble finding folks who wanted to work because they were getting a huge benefit of just being on the unemployment income. So yeah, that was one big part of madness that I saw, but you could uh, probably comment with a little more authority on some other things. So lay it on us. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, labor shortage is still a thing, right? You know, a lot of businesses are having trouble finding, even though the federal, the federal government has cut off the PUA, right? The additional pandemic unemployment insurance, but people are still on, on, you know, on UI payrolls with the state. Uh, what we did notice is a huge unintended consequence is if you had a 17, 18, or you know, 19-year-old kid who worked at a pretzel stand in the mall, they got a W-2 in, say, 2018 or 2019. They, they had wages that paid into the state unemployment system. They ended up then getting unemployment insurance. Uh, they got unemployment benefits, and they actually got benefits that, like, We've seen some for $25,000, dollars An 18-year-old kid who made maybe 10 grand at a pretzel stand is now getting $30,000 in federal aid, in state and federal aid. It's crazy. crazy. Right? But they're a full-time student. Like, okay, well, if they're a full-time student, they could be claimed by the parent. Now we have kitty tax issues, right? Because kitty yep. tax, that unemployment is considered unearned income. So now we have to file a return. We have kitty tax issues because again, you get the 10,200 exclusion. There's that was a huge unintended consequence of the unemployment piece. Um, so you know, we're telling clients, Hey, by the way, your kid's got to file a return now. What do you mean? He's got unemployment. <laughs> well, now we file a return. Now he owes tax because it's based on your tax rate because of the kitty tax. So it's uh, that was a big, a, a big, um, you know, unintended consequence of it. Yeah, and, and it's something, again, where a lot of folks look at unemployment insurance and benefits as, oh, if I, if I could get it, I'm going to get it. It's just like a, it's found money. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> like there might be some definite strings attached to it. Yes, we all pay into it. We all pay our taxes doing our thing. But it's if, if you're just grabbing it to grab it, you might have some, some things that you got to watch out for. And if you're preparing your returns on your own, you're plugging things into TurboTax, et cetera. Chances are you're not going to catch yourself before, before go time. The IRS or the state catches you. Well, the other issue is people rushed and filed their returns, and you know, filing started February 12th. People filed immediately. The American Rescue Plan was signed on March 11th. That's when the unemployment exclusion was was added. So if you filed the return before the unemployment exclusion, the IRS then owed you money, and they're extremely understaffed. So now there's people that are still waiting to get their to get their adjusted refunds from the IRS because they rushed and filed. Yep. I, I did not rush and file my clients. Yep. Well, we had a lot of clients who were upset because we took a lot longer this year, but it was, you know, for their benefit. Why rush and file when, until we know for sure we have all the information we need? Um, yep. You know, just things like that, right? The, um, the COVID retirement distributions, New Jersey initially didn't conform. And on April 16th, they quietly updated their website saying, guess what, guys, now we conform. Yep. So if you filed the return before that, now you have to file an amended return. So again, we we sat on returns because we're like, we have a feeling it's going to change. And when it did, then we got to kind of press the button on like a, a, a chunk of them. But 
That's feel, why we're very thorough. We're very, and you feel very the ground thorough. changing under you. Sometimes the best thing you can do is stay put for a couple of minutes and a good trusted experienced professional knows that we're going to take a right. quick break. We will be right back with AJ Campo, founder and managing partner at AJC Accounting Services. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Friday with me, Steve Ryan, your SMB guy. We're wrapping things up with my good friend, AJ Campo, founder and managing partner at AJC Accounting Services. Don't forget, everybody, if you guys like entrepreneurial-related talking about SMBs, stay with talkradio.myc for the following show, Jeremiah Fox, Entrepreneurial Web.
Oh, yeah, and we're back. So that's the risk that we run with doing a live show, everybody, is sometimes the internet to your entire house goes out. So coming to you actually live from the fire pit in the backyard, we're back here. So just wrapping things up with AJ on the messaging side of things. You know, last words that you want to leave everybody sound bites. You know, what can they take away over the weekend, make some Monday impact? Uh, like I said before, you know, the biggest the biggest issue we run across is clients don't know what they don't know, right? Don't be afraid to ask uh, your taxpayer questions. Um, if you're not comfortable or confident in their responses, you should then speak to someone else. It doesn't hurt to uh, get a second opinion. Uh, I mean, we typically, you know, talk to some prospects. We'll do initial review of the return. And if we notice nothing's wrong, you know, we'll tell them, you know, hey, look, it looks like everything's good. You know, you're concerned you know, to alleviate their concerns. Um, like I said, you know, there's means to check licensure, licensure of the professionals you're using. So definitely, you know, Google CPA licensure, license search. Uh, the IRS also has a database where you can search CPAs and enrolled agents, right? Just because they're not a CPA doesn't mean they can't prepare a return. EAs or enrolled agents are, um, are certified by the IRS. They can prepare returns as well. You can search the IRS database for professionals who are certified there as well. So those are the two main things to take away. Um, you know, and aside from that, look, good work ain't cheap and cheap work ain't good, as they say. So if you're paying 150, 200 bucks for a return and you got a lot of layers to it, the chances are that you're leaving money on the table. True words never spoken. AJ, thank you so much for joining us here today. You guys want to get in touch with AJ, AJCaccounting.com. You can text SMB guy to 21,000. I'll hook you guys up. Uh, we're going to have to have you back on so we can get the answers to your magical three questions. But hope you guys receive some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We'll see you next Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, right after Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus. Sorry about the outage, everyone, but we'll see you next week. Take care. I guess thanks. ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. 
trainings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 